Leslie Calls Home. Hello and welcome to Calls Home. I am your guide, Les Cunnington. As usual, thank you very much for the iTunes reviews. Five-star iTunes ratings and reviews goes a long way for growing the audience, and I really appreciate it. Um, This episode was recorded in the hostel lounge after I'd checked out in Miami Beach. And to use that space, I had to pay $5. I'm not either going to ask for money for this show because all I'm doing is pissing my own money up the wall. So all I ask for in return is a five-star iTunes review. Um, Thank you very much to Jess and James, Team Rocket, blasting off again. Um, I met those guys in Seattle um, and they now listen to the show and they gave me an iTunes review. So just to make all of my real friends at home feel more guilty, why haven't you done it? Um, Also, Mum's done a review. Of course, Mum's done a review. Thank you very much, Mum. My Instagram is at Calls Home. Have a look there for pictures and more. Thank you to Projector for the song I Am Shamed off of the 2018 EP How Does It Feel. Check out their Instagram at Projector Projector. Thank you for D-Man for the logo, DuncanHasty.com and at FollowDArt for his greatness. So yeah, like I said, this was recorded in the Miami Beach Hostel Lounge, so there was a bit of background noise. You could actually hear a guy painting. Um, He was painting a skirting board at one point. Um, But yeah, it's quite hard to find decent recording locations when you're travelling around. It's hard being me. Uh, But yeah, this is my call with Big T about a bit of Seattle and a bit of San Diego. How you doing? Yeah, very well. How are you? I'm hot. <laughs> yeah? I'm so... Yeah, same. Yeah, like, it's hot there as well. Bit of a heat wave over here at the minute. They get everyone moaning, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's, it's kind of bullshit. Like, when it's hot here, I want it to be cold in England. I think it, I just want it I to know. be... I think I just want it to be miserable in England all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you know, we're fed up and moaning about the rain, so give us something fresh to fresh have a go at, wouldn't it? Like, you know, yeah. I've seen. I just noticed your um, your Skype picture. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good photo, right? I like it. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's you it's with my good. glasses on. It's a very. It is. It's a very old picture. It's pretty old. Yeah, it's a few few years ago. <laughs> but it just had it hanging around on the desktop when it's a, you know, a drag and drop a photo for your display, and I Brilliant. thought, well, brilliant. Seeing seeing as I'm configuring this purely to speak to yourself, then. Yeah, why not? I love it. Yeah, Uh, you're looking slightly less badass. So... No no beard. Yeah, I know, I know. Look at it. Less Eastern European buzz cut. I was looking at old photos, but like only old as in probably about, what, four months ago? Yeah. Where I've still got hair and a really short beard. I was like, fucking hell, I look different. You look a lot different, but it's good. The beard is coming on. Like the more recent pictures I saw, the uh, topless bicycle ride. Uh, 
It was great. Like, spoilers, looking... spoilers, we'll get there. <laughs> oh shit, sorry man. No, no it's yeah. fine, it's fine, it's your, no, it's your first you were... cool home experience. It <laughs> is, I haven't even listened to the others. I That's can't so believe it, you're, you're a disappointment. <laughs> no, like, you know, this, uh, you know I like to wait until the whole series is out and then download it illegally, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if you could download Calls Home illegally. I don't think anyone is is seeding it. <laughs> uh, well, you have to change that, won't we? Like, <laughs> no, because I won't get the seeds, listeners. Like, I won't get the extra listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You want the yeah? You want I need the, those stats. The, the weekly turnout for all your advertising, <laughs> like otherwise, you know, no pay out there. No. Uh, um, so yeah. I'm gonna have to walk you through this because you don't know the usual format. Well, I mean, I've, I've read your, I've read the WhatsApp message you sent oh, me. The, so the, the prep document, yeah, of course. So yeah, the, you know, it's all right. Yeah, we start with um, time sync is the first point. So it is wow. Okay, so my laptop still says seven ten because it's still set to San Diego time. So I mean, that's definitely wrong. It is ten ten a.m. I'm calling you from the lounge area of the hostel in Miami. Um, it's quiet. Nice. It's very yeah. hot. The weather outside is awful. Actually, it's thunderstorm. Thunderstorms while I was having really? my breakfast. Yeah. So atmospherically humid, just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I over here it is fifteen eleven, or eleven past three in the afternoon. So so then we do. Who Who's are that? you? Who are you? And yeah. how do we know each other? Uh, my name is Alan Tyler, um, otherwise known as Big T, and I know you from, well, originally friends of friends. Yeah. But yeah, yeah maybe, what do you reckon, 16 years? So, ago? tracking it back, so 15? We, no, 15, we were hanging out, like, the, we were like hanging out 2007, 2007. Um, I was starting to get to know you, I reckon, just at yeah, a guess. Just before, just before the Reading Festival that year. Yeah, to be fair, I'd, I'd only met you maybe a couple of times before you went to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, that and was, so yeah, I went travelling in 2008, so 2007 yeah. we would have been hanging out, just get, just starting to get to know each other. Yeah, so more, more along years. the lines of 11. Years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Taxi. Fuck it, yeah, it's gonna be noisy. This, this background. I'm worried about the chickens out in the garden, mate. Like, I've got the window open. <laughs> if one starts laying an egg, like, I'll have to give Colonel Saunders a ring and get him over, you know? Like, um, but yeah. But yeah, uh, since then we've done many things together. We've even been colleagues now. Yeah, yeah, work yeah. colleagues. That was great. That was, that that was, was, that was that great. Was, was really good, yeah, really good. Yeah, the biggest right, perk having, uh, of working at Sopwell is just having lunch together every day. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, when like two big eaters with a all-you-can-eat lunch every day. Yeah. yeah. Great, like you know. How are how are fish and chip Fridays these days? Um, they're all right, but I'm I just literally just on the last weekend of two weeks off, so I've yeah, tried to get about the place for a little bit nice, over the last nice. couple of weeks. But, um, what you been up to? Um, so I've been well farting around at home for the first week or so. Picked up my new golf clubs. Nice. How are they? Yeah, very nice. I've, I haven't managed to get them out on the course yet, which I'm hoping I'll go for a round with 
the gardener, Adrian. Nice. Uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the second week, uh, I went up to Scotland. Yeah, saw some pictures. Uh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, Edinburgh. Yeah, very nice. Like good city. Like well, did Ed- help- Edinburgh was the uh, the pilot episode for Calls Home, so. Yeah, I really wanted to listen to that one, but then when you told me not to, I, I thought, thought oh, all right, I... like it's got to a point now where I think it's more fun if you're a guest first. So. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, give me no, no preconceptions of what's going on. Like, I don't know, but I'm now worried if I'm doing it wrong. Like, you know, maybe I'll get out of talk halfway through, or you know, <laughs> there is no wrong really. I think it might just get uh, to a point where I'm just telling you everything I've been up to, and you're like, shut the fuck up now. Well. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd, be, I'd say that anyway, mate. Like, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, like, true. <laughs> like I'd, I'm not known for one to not be speaking, so it's, uh, yeah, you know, sound of my speaking voice is not, great. Guest yeah, interaction well, is the best bit. Yeah, you know, they're probably fed up with hearing you anyway. Like, you're on every episode, mate. Like, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, no, I'd say, yeah, Edinburgh, great city. Um, you enjoyed it when you went up there. I did, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Like Arthur's seat was good. Enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, Royal Yacht Britannia. That was very good. Sweet. Uh, I liked the castle, but it become a bit sort of like uh, like the little tour guide who um, who showed us around. He was he was really really good. Had a little bit where he like had a computer malfunction and just rebooted and repeated word for word the last five lines that he'd already just said about the castle keep and the stone wall and something else and me and Elise just sort of looked at each other and we were like we wonder if he realised he did it or just so, He's so on, on autopilot, autopilot. Yeah. yeah you know but no it was good um, the castle I thought was you know it was quite long it, to, to do everything all the buildings and then yeah. by the last building you're like it's just fucking another like old shitty room isn't it like you know so <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah like but the firing of the cannon was cool. Like you know, it's a got everyone out there. A bit nice. of excitement. Yeah, you know, it's good. Nice. Did you enjoy the armory? Yeah, the armory. Yeah, that was one of the best bits. I was walking around. Elise was very impressed that I uh, knew what a lot of the weapons were, <laughs> and uh, I thought I just said to her, "I was like, well, I've played Dark Souls and D and D. You know, yeah. how? Why wouldn't I know what like the, uh, you know, different." armaments are you know so yeah it's uh, good gaming is um, educational it is yeah 100 percent. like so i mean uh, you know it makes me feel that i could hold my own if i really needed to you know but <laughs> i probably couldn't um, it's all theory know, not... it's all theory there's no practical well uh, you know it's like all i've got to do is like master my thunderous smite and then we're good like you know it's like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, another paladin character from Big T. <laughs> oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Like, yeah, Dame. It's just nice. Well, this is why the first game I played, I really loved. Just because I was like this, you know, beefcake. Second game, I thought, oh, well, I'll try and be, you know, like the little hobbit, like witchy mage, something or other. And I just thought, this is shit. Like, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, and it just, yeah. you know, I was, I was struggling to find my place in the world. Like, you know, I didn't know if I was good or evil. 
Where it's like Paladin gives me that little bit of a structure, so that yeah, at least that's I true. Can, yeah. You know, I can play to the character straight away. You know, no, no uh, bullshit basically. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, other than the castle and the yacht and all the all the standard touristy bits, like went to a jazz club one night. You know, saw some overly pretentious musicians like noodling away, and they were they were good. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, yeah, the first set was just a whole load of, like, horseshit, basically. Like, really? you know, was, well, they'd say, like, oh, we're going to do a Nina Simone song. But they said, like, uh, you know, it was a bit happy. So we've, we've done our own arrangement. And you thought, oh, OK, let's see what you've done. And then the drummer would just start, like, knocking bits of his drum kit with his hands. But, like, not, not the main bits, like the legs of the... <laughs> toms and things like this and I'm like well what's he doing like you know it's like I mean it, like, don't get me wrong I like I like jazz and this is why we went to a jazz club obviously I wouldn't have gone there if I didn't like jazz you know it gets to the stage where you just kind of like you, you know no one really in here is joining this guys you know, you're, you're kind of like read the room yeah you, you look you look like you're into it up there but it's you know like the second set, much better. They come back, and I think they sort of read the room a bit more. Yeah, and they, you know, they played a bit more. You know, it's not got to be strictly conventional music, like in a jazz club, of course not. But like, uh, just even a, a steady sort of beat, even if it's a weird time signature, is still enough to tap yeah. your foot along to or something. But you know, yeah, the first half was just weird, like you know, just. <laughs> random noises and little you know bits and bobs going on here and there abstract yeah the singer like it was kind of like there was no words in the songs it was all like da 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 dee dee just scatting yeah like but but not even like good scat it wasn't like Louis Armstrong it was just like (laughs) like fucking oh yeah so it's fine like obviously the scotch whiskey tasted just as good from behind the bar so yeah, yeah. a cloud of two of those maybe that's why the second half was better like, yeah maybe it's like <laughs> by that time we were as you know we were as gone as they were so <laughs> although they were very straight edged they, they looked very uh, I reckon they were music students from the university yeah, yeah probably found their groove yet <laughs> yeah so, and then you went to the home of golf whoo yeah well yeah no um so I, I sort of said to Elise, I joked the saying like this would be like the golf feed episode because like all it's going to be is golf and coheed, surely. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, so home of golf, like St Andrews. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I mean, I didn't didn't actually get to play on yeah, the old course, any to, of the courses, in fact. Good to visit though. But it was really good. Like I enjoyed the visit. Um, great lawn like whoever's looking after that grass up there like amazing like surely they've got the best best of the best yeah you would think they've got all the good equipment and stuff like i didn't realize it was like a charitable trust st andrews as well like being the home of golf so it's it's oh, all like a, a listed course not like a yeah, listed I like a listed building but a listed course i suppose but it's sort of like a i don't know like not like a not like a corporate golf course where they're like, say like the Grove, where all the money spent of the Grove's going into the owner's pocket or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like an actual just, 
I say not-for-profit organisation where all the money is just ploughed back into preserving the course and making sure the old clubhouse is all looked after and stuff. I'm sure I'm sure someone somewhere makes some money out of it. Well, yeah, so non, non, non-profit organisations just mean that they don't make any overhead profit, which means they spend it all back into the business. But these companies yeah. still pay very heavy wages. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If I was the head greenkeeper of St Andrews, I'm not doing it for free. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Just for the pleasure, the pleasure of yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, but no, it was great. It was yeah, it was really good. I got a new uh, towel for hang on my golf bag. Nice. Yeah, that's some, um, that's some golf bag like bling almost. Yeah, I bought a new shirt as well. Like, nice. so I didn't buy it from the actual St Andrews Links shop though because it's probably cheaper, right? <laughs> Like was like ninety quid in there, um, and then I walked up the road because every single shop in St Andrews for about a twenty thirty meter stretch are all golf shops. Of course, um, and like obviously because the town's called St Andrews, like they're all just called St Andrews Golf Shop. Um, so I mean, if someone had a copyright that at the beginning, like they, they must be earning mega bucks, like you know. But it's like I walked down. Yeah, down the street, it was popped in a few of them. Um, yeah, and I got a, you know, I got a legit, like Adidas golf shirt with the embroidered St Andrews, uh, old course logo and stuff on it. I mean, but it was only forty quid, and I thought, well, there you go, like bargain. Yeah, so awesome. But he's not paying the upkeep of the course, is he? That dude. No, so. no. Maybe, maybe I should have bought it from the other one, but then, nah. That's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Like, there's 40 more quid to spend at the Dalwini distillery, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah, nice. I like Dalwini. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. The old, uh, I'm, I'm told hints of honey, yeah. floral notes, all the rest of it. Like, I'm a, don't, don't get me wrong. You can, compared to a lot of the scotches, you can taste it. Less, far less smoky flavour, mm. far less harsh. It's just a good drink. It's just really nice. It's very like, smooth. Yeah, very smooth yeah, for a it's scotch. Really, yeah. But, I think for our next tram- camping trip, we'll have to uh, maybe invest in a bottle of Dalwini. Go big, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, I haven't discovered any new uh, new bourbons while I've been out here. No, they no. Yeah, it's, I, to be fair, I haven't been drinking much strange. whiskey. I've been like happy yeah. happy hour beers has kind of been my been my thing. Yeah, no, but there's there's probably far more beers than bourbons. Like, you know. yeah, yeah, in the grand right. scheme of things. Oh, last like, night I was drinking a an orange hinted wheat beer. Yeah, good. Which was really good. Yeah, really, really good. Nice. Yeah. Like a, a lager or an ale, more of a. It's like a blonde, place. like a blonde beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 Nice. I was in um in one of the restaurants I went to in Inverness, and I said to the guys, "Oh, yeah, you know, what are your craft beers?" Because on the menu it just got a load of shitty lagers listed out and then you say craft beers like please ask so I asked and he goes oh we've got a porter or we've got an IPA and I said oh I'll try the porter please um he might as well have bought me a Guinness because it was a stout <laughs> it wasn't a porter but it's you know bless him he's a young guy I thought I'm not going to rib him like I'll just drink it like it's fine I enjoyed it anyway it was good it's tasty nice nice um, but yeah like you know I enjoy trying all the you know who doesn't enjoy trying the different beers as you go around yeah it's good nice brilliant so uh yeah well I say enough about enough about that went on went 
I went went to Loch Ness. That was good as well. A little boat trip. Yeah. See Nessie. Yeah. Oh mate, like to be fair, I know it's like part of the story and the charm of the lock and stuff, but it's like I don't know, I lay it on a bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Christ, like I mean, how much money is that fairy tale already made? <laughs> You know, and I mean, I ha- I did get a good shirt though. It says Loch Ness in like the Jurassic Park, nice, uh, nice. font with a sort of like I imagine what they think the Loch Ness monster might look like if it was real. Like so, <laughs> but I suppose it's like Father Christmas, isn't it? Really, like you got to pretend, otherwise, you know, you don't get any presents. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> labelled a bastard, like so. Right, yeah, that, that, that's enough about Scotland. Right. <laughs> you want to know what I've been up to? Yeah, if you want, yeah. <laughs> right, that's the main main reason we're on here. Four here for you. Yeah, go on. This isn't Big T's calls home. Like we've done, we've done Scotland already, mate. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, technically, it hasn't got a name in the front of it. It just says calls home. So if, uh, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not calling home. Am I? Am home? <laughs> no. Um. So we go from the last time I recorded with someone, which was with Grace. Uh, right. I very much appreciate your good timekeeping because she was half an hour late and it was a late record, so I didn't finish that until 1am. Nice. We're half an hour early, mate. Like, yeah, I know. Um, love it. Punctuality. Um, yeah. So sat- Saturday the 22nd of June. Um, so I'd made a good friend in Seattle. Um, his name was Jimmy. He was from Sydney. Uh, we'd been, yeah. we'd like played a, played at the magic event together. Um, yeah, nice. So then, so met Jimmy. He his fl- his uh, bus up to Vancouver wasn't for a little bit later, and I I didn't have any plans until a little bit later on in the day. So me and Jimmy went for brunch, a little farewell brunch. Yeah, with Jimmy, which is very nice. We went and had crepes. I had um like it was like a breakfast crepe. It was really really nice. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy with a Y or an I? I think it's with a Y. Okay. I think nice. it's with a Y, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah and so after I, your crepes? Like you, sorry? After the crepes, good crepes? Yeah, very good crepes. Very, very yeah. good crepes. They were pretty cheap and very filling, so that's what we mm. go for. <laughs> yeah. That's what you want, yeah. Yeah. Right, good. Um, and then I went down to Kubota, Kubota Gardens. K-U-B-O-T-A, like a Japanese gardens, Kubota, Kubota? Yeah. Kubota Gardens. Yeah. Um, so because I was paying for a travel card this day, so I thought I'll head down there because it's nice free gardens, one of the top things to yeah. do in Seattle apparently. Really nice, like really like big, free, good Japanese gardens. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like very, very well kept. Lots of like big, I want to call them big bonsai trees, but I don't know if that make some bonsai trees mm, yeah I think that's technically wrong but yeah. you know, we're... you know you know what I mean though when I say yeah that. I think yeah. so yeah like but, you've got aces they must be yeah, a load fair of few aces yeah. nice water features um, lots of nice wildlife there as well do they have any koi carp ponds they did have some koi carp ponds yeah yeah lots of, lots of nice little bits there so I had a nice little wander around there I had a good chat with Millie on the phone while I was wandering around there and, yeah. th- and then it was time I needed to make my way to Mary Moore Park so Kabuto Gardens Kabuto Gardens was like in the south but then Mary Moore Park is way out in Redmond in Seattle so um, okay. 
So I then had to go back into the centre, basically back to the hostel where the big bus stop is, grab myself a Zeitgeist coffee. So Seattle, very well known. Zeitgeist coffee. Zeitgeist coffee. So Seattle, home of Starbucks, very well known for its coffee. They're like obsessed pretty much, but Zeitgeist. So every year they vote on their best coffee place. Um, Right. And Zeitgeist coffee hits the top five nearly every year. So... It's definitely one of the best. And yeah, so I grabbed a coffee from there. It is really good, actually. I went. I think I went ah, three right. three times while I was in Seattle. It's very, very tasty coffee. I was um, imagining that the Zeitgeist was like a particular type of coffee, but it's, uh, it's the it's coffee more of a, shop. It's yeah, a coffee joint. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and then made my way up to Marymoor Park. About a half an hour walk from the bus stop. So Marymoor Park is a big park in Redmond, but that is where Coheed were playing. Nice. Alright. So, 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 indoor? Outdoor? Out, outdoor. 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 Ah, I didn't even know it was outdoor. I'm even more jealous now. Right. So yeah, went to go see Coheed. I found the venue. There were three yeah. there were three different lines. So I walked up to the back of the line, I was like, what are the different lines here? And he said, oh, I don't know, mate. I kinda just joined one for a little bit and obviously I've got my black card for, for this. Yeah. So I like waited about five minutes, like was keeping an eye on the front of the queue, and no one was going in. So I walked right, right to the front, and um, I just asked the guy. I was like, "I've got the black card. Like, what, what's the deal?" Yeah, and and they like ask, you know, classic, classic. No venue understands the black card system. They, they, yeah, they never. But like, to be fair, well, like, not bands don't really do that, so it's not a usual thing. So like, they had to no, ask someone, and who had to like, ask someone. How difficult is it for that venue to have briefed its gateman? Like, yeah, you know, I know. Uh, it's probably thick anyway, so just... Okay, yeah. just for uh, the, for the listeners, uh, a bit of... So, Coheed and Cambria release limited edition albums, each album, and if you pay the ridiculous amount of money that I did for the limited edition album, <laughs> you get you get the black card, and the black card gives you early entry to the gigs. They play one special song. It's probably only ever about 100 people max at these little little yeah, ones because it's like it's a vip vip yeah. pass people and black card people only um but yeah because of this weird setup venues often often don't understand so they asked someone who asked someone and the security guard was then like have you not got someone with a with a lanyard with the gold lanyard i was like no mate like i've just got the black card he was like come around yeah. come around the side so i like, had to go around the side and like as I got further towards the special entrance, the VIP entrance, they were just like, yeah, he's got the black card. Get him in. Get him in. I was like, oh, sweet. So, nice. yeah, I managed so, to get yeah. in, show my ticket, and they played Lucky Stars. Okay, yeah. Which I kind of knew would be the black card song for this album. Why? I don't know. It's just, it's just the obvious pick to play acoustic, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I mean, I suppose, but... Like Juggernaut's not not exactly the yeah that's most, true uh, and I think that is my favourite black card experience. Yeah, Juggernaut was good. After yeah, it, very good. yeah. yeah. Uh, so they played Lucky Stars. I literally was like halfway to the stage from the entrance when they came on stage, so I was cutting it pretty fine to catch this yeah. pre-show. Um, as soon as they finished uh, that song, quickly turned around, and started running towards the merch stand. Yeah, of course. Get yeah. the merch quick before everyone else bombards it. Yeah. yeah so and before they run out of the good stuff. Yeah, right? you exactly. Know, you don't want that. 
that shitty pink t-shirt that nobody ever buys like you know you feel that you have to because you want to spend money but there's nothing else left like the classic yeah. one that is the right phrase wanting to spend money uh, like I, i've got this money like take it off me and give me something please <laughs> except for that oh that's all you've got left oh fine i'll take it like you know that's literally what happens if you don't get there soon yeah yeah, yeah. but um, i knew i knew what i wanted i needed comics so Coheed and Cambria are a concept band and all of their albums, well nearly all of their albums now have released comics and graphic novels to explain the yeah. stories. So I was able to import a few expensive, you know me, I spend too much money on these things. Wow. Um, because they only sell them in America and the people that import them to the UK know what they're doing so I spend too much money. Yeah. But I was able to pick up Good Apollo Two volume two and three of the comics for twenty twenty dollars each, both of them. bucks. Yeah, no. So like, I paid, I think thirty five pounds for volume one. I know. That's, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, these the, were the, twenty. The pound is the pound is quite mighty in comparison to. Well, the, uh, twenty dollars is about fifteen pounds, and they were both signed. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, half price, mate. Yeah, basically. And signed, autographed as well, which makes it makes it good. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, yeah. So then, yeah. yeah. So then went to the beer stand, got a couple of very expensive beers. Classic, classic gig venue. Yeah, why not? Like probably uh, more than the comics. Like, um, well, no, I think I paid eighteen dollars <laughs> for two large cans of IPA. Okay. Yeah. What, what sort of IPA was it any particular? No. Well, it wasn't. Are they selling no. their own beer on the tour? No, no, they're not. I looked for it. That's ridiculous. You, oh. Well, it's because that beer That's... is a Coney Island beer, and Coney Island is a specific theme park south of, in the south of Brooklyn. So I assume they only uh, sell no. it there. But it's still, I mean, it's still. You think like if Iron Maiden, I suppose Iron Maiden a bit bigger, aren't they? But they they take the Trooper beer wherever they. Mm go with them you'd think they'd have a few cans on sale at least like you yeah. know a little sample right the, um, never, never mind yeah the, the first the first support band was called Every Time I Die not a fan yeah, I've heard, not heard a fan, of them to be honest right. I, yeah. I don't know couldn't really get into them um, I then went for another beer bumped into some nice Canadians uh, in the beer queue and they were talking about hazy IPAs I a, right. a hazy IPA is a thing in England yet. Have you noticed this? Um, well, I went on a brewery tour the other week and they were saying beer over here is only clear because of the additives they add to it because mm. back in the day, if you had a cloudy beer, it meant that the lines were not very clean ah. and you'd go and sit on the toilet for the next three days. <laughs> but, like, a cloudy beer is perfectly fine but it's taken a while for people to get back Except into it, it yeah. because they they just they've got this stigma of oh that line must be dirty you know what I mean must mm. be a bad line must be a, a shit pub or you know that yeah. kind of thing yeah so I think it's kind of like the cloudy cider how I wouldn't say they're a thing necessarily here yet well hazy IPAs like, I don't think it's just the colour of them it's like they are like quite fruity as well it like right, tasted I, like a fruit punch IPA. You know, like how Monster does the fruit punch Monster drinks. 
it was like okay, it was like that but like hazy IPAs are like a fr- very fruity IPA sort of like a Fanta fruit twist yeah it was really nice okay. um, so I bumped into them like I hung out with them for a little bit while they were in the merch stand because like they seemed cool so I hung out with them for a bit um, so listened to Mastodon from a distance uh, but it sounded pretty good, and then yeah. So yeah. once once like Mastodon were finished, waited a little bit, and then got stuck in for Coheed. Oh, oh my god, it was so good, mate. It was so yeah. good. Um, uh, I wish I was there. Like, oh dude, <laughs> I like I there, miss like. our usual Coheed setup. Like, I tell you what, getting stuck in without you there is a bit of a different experience. <laughs> no, there's no or well, less crowd control. To yeah, stop the, much uh, less crowd control. Um, yeah, you want the set hang list? On glasses, Hello, uh, future Leslie stepping in here. Um, me and Big T go on a nine-minute set list deep dive for the Coheed show at this point. Um, if you don't know Coheed songs by name, it probably doesn't make much sense. So what I've done is I've cropped it out and I've stuck it right at the back of the episode. So feel free to stay till the end if you want to hear us talk far too much about Coheed and how much we love them and the set list in general. Um, if not, you're welcome. But yeah, I loved it. I mean, it was very emotional. Like, Coheed's very emotional for me anyway because they're my favourite band and I love them so much. But, like, the amount of time and we've spent going to see Coheed, the amount of time we spent listening to Coheed, like... You and a fair few of us are all big Coheed fans. So like always the, overly the, emotional, but going to see them on my own was, yeah, it was different. The, the time I've missed you most um, was about two or three weeks ago, and I was just having a bit of darts practice ready for the finals night. Um, and I just got some albums on. I was just put some albums on that I could listen to all the way through every song, love every song. And Unheavenly Creatures was one of the albums that mm. I decided to stick on. And as soon as it started playing, it was just like... It was more or less like as soon as it gets into the Dark Sentencer a bit. And I was just like, this is incredible. Yeah. And I was yeah. like... And I said, I said to Elise, I was like, oh, I really need Les here, though. I was like, oh, I need... Dude. You know what I mean? It's yeah. in like... It's, I know, like... Yeah, but that, that album is just like oh it's so good yeah so good but, yeah so I, thing, I was when I was, you what, get back we'll have to listen to it like, yeah I haven't got a new album by then people like, are like overly emotionally invested in Coheed and I and I get it because they're a very powerful um, artists but I thought you know I thought I wonder if there's anything just special behind it so I googled why does Coheed make me cry and <laughs> you know I, like, I thought maybe maybe there's something like psychological behind it and all it there's no, there isn't all it all Google gives me is just a link to the song Feathers. Oh, I did see that on <laughs> yeah, your. I um, posted it to you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I I didn't really understand it. Maybe I didn't look at it enough. Yeah. Um, I was just like, maybe there's like just, a deep like, what do they do differently over other bands? Like nothing, nothing. You're just too invested in it. <laughs> yeah, no, that is it. Like, yeah, I've I mean, I've had that with some other bands. Coheed are the ones who made me cry the most. Mm. Um. But I just think it's like anything that you really love yeah. that much, you know. I think seeing it's them like, live yeah, as well. Like, like I said, it's just it's just their passion for their music. Like it's Claudio, Claudio's baby, isn't it? And he just yeah. he, he loves it. He loves it so much. Um, yeah. So after Welcome Home, 
I was already standing quite near the back, so I made my swift exit back. Um, yeah. So yeah, like earlier earlier on in the day for this day, um, so Scott had obviously spent a lot of time at, with Millie at Elise's party. So Scott had called, uh, yeah. called me earlier in the day and was just like, "Mate, what are you doing with this relationship or non-relationship that you guys are in? Like, what's what are you doing?" I was like, "Dude, honestly, I don't fucking know." And he was like. I think you should think about it because you're both clearly still crazy about each other and it doesn't really make sense because you are basically in a relationship. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, it's just things a bit up in the air with me being away and stuff. So I'd like... Yeah. Obviously, it's been on my mind constantly. Constantly. Like, we talk all the fucking time. So it's yeah. always been on my mind. It's yeah. It was not... It's not necessarily been like the break and the end of that maybe you pictured it yeah. in the first place yeah. or yeah um, at first and now but yeah, yeah then after a few beers and a low for emotional coheed I sent her a very very long text saying like we need to talk about what's happening with us because yeah. it's weird what we've defined ourselves as or what I've defined ourselves as compared to it so I sent her a very long message that then we organised the time to call just before I was going to bed and then I woke up the next morning and realised I completely fucked up my time zones and made her wait a good four hours. But apart well, from that, that would that would do it. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, um, ended it now, mate. Like, yeah. yeah, But then me and Millie had a very, very, very long conversation about us, and we've just decided like let's be in a relationship. Like we can handle long distance. It's been two months now, so yeah, we've decided we're going to give it a go, which is brilliant, and it's made me, made me very, very happy. I mean, that's good for me because the pull of Millie might bring you back sooner as well. So, from a selfish <laughs> point of view, like, you know, I get to I play it. board games with you a bit, you know, sooner. Brilliant. And I'm sure Millie will be happy, you know, for that as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 It's not all about her. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, right. So, yeah, after so that wonderful conversation, I then uh, it was the last day yeah, no, of the good. magic. Oh, that's the... good. I really, I really like that too because, yeah. like, say, like seeing Millie at Elise's birthday, um, I assume everyone knows all the relationships going on here of the people we're talking about. Like, they know Scott through Calls Home. Yeah, yeah, they do. They know, they know Millie Elise from has Co- been on a Calls they Home. They know Millie from Millie's Calls, on home. Calls Home. If you mention someone that hasn't been on Calls Home yet, I'll let you know. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, like yeah, it was really good to see Millie. Yeah. Like you know, it's uh, it would be a shame if like the two of you were not sort of like together in the, a group of friends when you get back. Yeah. As you were before you left, you know Absolutely. what I mean? So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so after that, I went and played Magic. The last last day of the Magic the Gathering Magic Fest in Seattle. So I thought I'll go have one more game before it ends. Um, yeah. I did a chaos draft so basically they give you three random packs from the last five years and eight of you have all got three random packs so there's like it's chaos there's no structure to it you can't over research how you should play it you just kind of have to pick your best and try your hardest and it didn't go well <laughs> no? well it's single elimination so I tried I tried to make a deck I lost in my first well, that's game that's really difficult isn't it like single elimination like someone could just luck out luck of the draw mate I keep telling you on these card games I tried like, yeah I tried to be clever and it didn't pay off um, but then uh, then I went to go see Toy Story which was really good nice Toy well, Story you go. 4 was like, brilliant yeah yeah it was good yeah yeah I really enjoyed that Enjoyed the American Elise. butter popcorn. It's like Elise so salty. Oh, go see. She, she wants to go see it when she gets back, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from Scotland, it's really so. good. It's really, really good. I was very impressed with it. 
Alright, I'll go. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, pop, the salty butter popcorn in America was delicious. Um, yeah? Yeah, very comfortable cinema as well. I had like re- electric recliner seats. Nice, fancy. Cinemas. Yeah, first time I think I've ever been to the cinema on my own. It's pretty chill. I liked it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a massive cinema fan, to be fair. Mm. So I would probably never go on my own unless it's something I really wanted to see. Yeah. Um, and it's in like your situation because otherwise yeah. I feel like I'd manage to get someone to go. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, then that evening, uh, I was just chilling. I've been having issues with my hard drive. So this was the kind of the beginning of retrying yeah. to sort it out, which is what was this message just, I got about your hard drive? Yeah, it's yeah. just it's corrupted a file somewhere along the way, and it's just a bit fucked. But I need I need to spend time with it, and I'll have that when I get to Bolivia. So I was trying so to. What, sort- was, what what was this you were saying about no calls home pictures though? Well, is all of like- my all of my pictures are on there, so I yeah. can't get to them at the moment. I've sent a bunch of them home on a USB stick, so they're not lost forever. But yeah. I don't have access to them at the moment, so. It's gonna have to You're wait. Like just just your photos you've been taking whilst you've been yeah. travelling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then while I was doing that, someone kind of started approaching where I was sitting, and I was like, "Who's this weirdo?" But then it was Casper. So Casper, I met in Chicago, and uh, okay. we played a bit of Yahtzee. We had some tacos together, and we spent a bit of time together. And yeah, hadn't seen him since Chicago, and he randomly had checked into the same hostel as me in Seattle. So had, wow. a, had a really good catch up with him was like just catch up of everywhere we had been and yeah yeah really good really enjoyed that nice. really enjoyed bumping like into that. a familiar face yeah, yeah. so random that we were at the same place at the same time but yeah he was arriving just before I left um, because yeah so Monday the twenty fourth uh, I woke up early and. Um, Woke up early, very achy now from Coheed. Like being yeah. at, being at the front is a bit of a struggle. Um, yeah, elbows and ribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely a little one, bit yeah. bruised, but then a bit achy from just and like my throat hurt a bit. But yeah, got to the airport. Mm. Um, classic when everyone's queuing, <laughs> really random. So when everyone's queuing up to board the plane, I normally just sit and wait for the queue to die down a bit, and then waited for it to die down a bit joined the queue and as I got to the front she was like are you Sam? and I was like yeah how do you know that? she was like oh you're just the last one I looked behind me there was no one else in the queue it just freaked me out oh right okay <laughs> um, yeah on the flight I watched Ready Player One which was pretty good I enjoyed that oh nice and yeah then, I, I don't think I've seen it but I good. enjoyed the trailer James Cameron it. it's a James Cameron film like can't go yeah. too wrong really um, James Cameron films are normally pretty good, aren't they? They're just sort of. So then, after that, I read G A I B B S four F F T T E O M V two. Is this some sort of form you've got to fill out to get into South America? No, you should recognise this. G A again. G A I B B. Gonna follow. Yeah, I'm Burning Star four, volume one. From Fear from Through the, the Eyes of Madness. From Fear Through the Eyes of Madness, yeah. Volume 2. <laughs> volume 2, right, okay. The longest But hang on, get Apollo, get Apollo Volume 2. My, no, I'm not going to start. <laughs> no, right. no, no. Right, carry on, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then I arrived in San Diego, uh, which was nice and warm. A bit warmer compared to Seattle, which was nice. 
And my first yeah. impression was I couldn't believe the amount of electric scooters that there were. Like okay, like um, but like I'd, not I'd just heard... not just like electric bikes. Not they haven't got pedals as well. No, no, they're just electric scooters. I I'd heard about these before. I think through a podcast actually, but yeah, electric scooters. So in Seattle, I'd hired a, a same company, but they do bikes in Seattle. They're like yeah. half motorized bikes. So like you pedal, but you're getting a bit of momentum from the battery as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I I like that. But yeah, you download the app, you scan it, it charges you, and you hire a scooter, for, and it's just electric, just an electric scooter. But yeah, like my first impression of San Diego was that they are just everywhere. Like every street corner has about ten. Mental. Okay. Um, yeah. So then arrived in the room, arrived at my hostel, uh, quickly went for a beer, had a snack. I always, I always like asking bartenders like, "What's good to do in this city? What should I do here?" I asked the bartender, yeah. and she was like, "There's just a lot of drinking to do, really." I'm like, "Okay, it's like that's your big tip." It's like, yeah, how much commission you on? Yeah, like, yeah. What's where is that the cultural experience in San Diego? Um, well, I mean, I must admit, like, I don't know much about San Diego. If I'm totally honest, like, I've seen Anchorman. Yeah, um, that's probably where my knowledge ends. <laughs> like, and to be fair, Ron Burgundy's not going to be factually correct half the time anyway. No. So. Uh, um, so I si- that evening I signed up for a walking tour. Um, right, yeah. Walking Good tour place to start. wasn't yeah. uh, was by a guy called Rafa who is just one of the hostel employees. It's he he's only been in San Diego for a couple of months, so it's not like a history and factual walking tour. It was more him just showing you round a bit. Okay, yeah, well that's all Which right. Which was nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Met a few nice people on the tour. Uh, walked past Little Italy. Really enjoyed um, Seaport Village. So, like, San Diego's obviously on the coast. Um, yeah. And they've got a really big Navy base in in San Diego. Uh, so you walk, walked past a big old military, um, what they call it, aircraft carrier. Yeah, um, nice. But then Seaport Village was just a nice little, like, touristy shopping area. But it's all these, like, short white buildings with the, like, orange terracotta tiles. Look very, like, almost Mexican in its appearance. Yeah. Very Latin American. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that little bit. Um, but yeah, that was like my my evening. I'd already been shopping, so kind of after the walking tour, got back to the hostel and I bought myself a can of soup, and I didn't realise it was condensed soup. You ever heard of condensed soup? Is this like where it's almost like a jelly in there? Is it? Yeah, you've got a, yeah, like, like you've got like a, a blancmange, like liquid, liquid it up a bit. Almost. Yeah, like, when I opened it, I was like, this looks gross. But yeah, basically just had to dilute it a little bit. Yeah, um, and then while I was eating that, I was chatting to a few people that were in the dining room, and one of them was like, "Oh yeah, someone died on those scooters today." <laughs> what? Well, I thought you were going to say someone died from a condensed soup. soup. <laughs> uh, yeah, like no. Like, so there was a collision on the front boardwalk of two scooters crashing into each other. Um, an elderly man, well, not an elderly man. I don't know how old he was. An older man. Um, was taken to hospital, but then later on was pronounced dead. Could, no. Yeah. So. It's like that made me a bit nervous. Well, like. <laughs> but I still wanted to I, have a go on him. I mean, don't get me wrong. At least it was a fair fight. At least it wasn't like a scooter versus a truck or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. two scooters crashed into each other. Like that's you know, then the best man wins. Like yeah, you know, unfortunately it's for like the older jousting. Breed, like, yeah, exactly. Like you know. Like you think of it, yeah, modern day, <laughs> modern day jousting, like you know. 
Um, but kind of got a bit of an early night-ish. Um, it was quite nice. So, so my hostel in Seattle only did breakfast until nine. The hostel here does breakfast till eleven, so I enjoyed having a bit of a lion. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Classic hostel breakfast of a bagel, and then walked up to Balboa Park. So Balboa Park is about thirty-five minutes northeast of downtown San Diego. Really Balboa. big, like Rocky Balboa Park. It's not. Oh, right, it's not named after him. Um, but he, he might but be. He might be named after it. I don't know. I haven't done the research. Maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, Balboa Park um, was the old site of the World's Fair when it was in San Diego. Classic site of a World's Fair in any city. They just put loads of museums there. So I had a nice okay. wander around there. Like again, like nice big old stone buildings, like all nicely carved. Like the architecture here was just really absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, similar, similar to anywhere else you've been. You ever been to Barcelona? Like haven't been, like to, that, haven't been to Barcelona. No. Okay. That's what in my head I'm thinking it looks like because I've not been to San Diego. So yeah, like really nice ornate buildings. I yeah. went went in the botanical gardens there as well that were free. It was cool. Good. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was only small, but yeah, very nice. Um, nice. There was a Spanish art village. So again, these small like terracotta roof buildings. All the tiles in this little village, um, like this uh, see, little village in the. It's sounding more like Barcelona the more you talk about it. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. It's a Spanish art village, but yeah, all, yeah. All, all the tiles in the main concourse of this little village are um, different colours. So like okay. really, really colourful floor. All yeah. like little art studios, so people making all their craft arty wares. So I had a yeah. good had a good wander around there. Um, and then wandered back. I had plenty of time, so I went in the art museum. Fifteen dollars wasn't very good, to be honest. I think I'm spoiled. I've been to so many good art galleries and art museums while I've been over here. Yeah, I think I'm it's... spoiled now. I think I think going into it, knowing that it was only fifteen dollars, I think I knew it wasn't going to be very good because it's cheap. Uh, you never know, though, because like, I mean, it'd be like, I don't know. You explore every cave just in case that one really good weapon is just inside that. <laughs> yeah the smallest cave that you've ever yeah, been in you know what I mean yeah. you, you can't risk, take that risk you've got to open every chest like you know. it. yeah so I, yeah. there was a, I got told off in this museum <laughs> there was a there was right. a, like a mobile like a mobile like a balanced sculpture um, yeah and obviously I wanted to see if it moved so uh, I was blowing on it <laughs> right and I got told off because you're not allowed you're not allowed mm. to blow on the mobile to see if it moves apparently Okay, well, is there a sign that says that? There isn't. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> is what I would have said to the guy who had come over. I'm like, you know, maybe it was a woman, so I just. It was a woman. I said step off, but, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you can't say fuck you to a woman, can you? Oh, you could do. But <laughs> they're going to get more. They'd be more offended more offended than a bloke. Right, you know. and you, if, um, it, if it all kicks off, you can't punch her back in the face, so, you know. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah, right. Um. So yeah, wandered around the art museum, which I did enjoy, but wasn't blown away. And then, and then I had a go on the scooter. Did Leslie die on the scooter? Did he have the time of his life? Tune in next time for more tales of interest. I am shamed. Tell me to stop. Okay.
Okay, sorry. Future Leslie stepping in here. This call went really long, uh, so I thought no one has the attention span to listen to this shit for two hours, so I thought I'd split it in two. If you do still want more, don't forget the Coheed setlist deep dive after the music. If not, sorry, wait till next week. See ya. Set list, yeah, yeah, no, please, yeah. yeah. So, pro, oh, did you write it all down? Has it happened? Or you, no, no, I got it offline. You remember, got it offline. I've got it online, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, well, they've been, they play the place. same set list for the whole tour and they didn't yeah. change it for San Diego, so I've seen the same set list twice, but we're still good. Oh, that's um, fine, yeah. So, prologue, dark sentencer, of course, okay, yeah. yeah, then straight into sentry, nice, yeah, it's good, yeah. yeah. So like, so the crowd didn't really get going for Dark Sentencer, which is really weird. Like, I think it's too long of a song. It like has its moments definitely, mm, but it's not heavy yeah. all the way through. But once Sentry kicked in, like people just started going nuts. Um, I for- think like, but what we found before though is like the newest album is almost like not popular until the next tour. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, these, I don't know, actually, like co- the crowd here really knew the new album, which I was really impressed yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, but it's probably like it, the real Coheed nerds. Like, it's not cool to like the new album, so you know they don't, <laughs> they, they're enjoying it inside. But yeah, uh, they're talking, not, like classic like, talking yeah. of Coheed nerds. You know when you get to the front and you spot the people that know every single word to every single song. Yeah, and suddenly yeah, yeah. you're best friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 you start singing at each other. Yeah, and you're not watching the gig anymore because you're watching if the other one's slipping up on the words. Like yeah, <laughs> no, I, so yeah, true. I know. Yeah, I've been to... Yeah, yeah. yeah go on, yeah. So essentially... You found the, some. Yeah, found some, found some. And then, like, I think it was probably about halfway through, one of the guys that was singing all the time. So one of the characters from the comics is called Wilhelm Ryan. He's, like, the big bad guy. And, yeah. like, halfway through, he was like, fuck Wilhelm Ryan, am I right? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. Such a niche... Such a niche joke, even at a Coheed gig. <laughs> a niche joke. Everyone else is thinking, like, well, he, yeah, even at Coheed, nobody knows. Nobody's <laughs> going to know what he's talking about. Like, you know, it's blimey. With someone going, what, that Game of Thrones character? <laughs> like, going, what? You know, like, yeah, ridiculous. Um, so, Sentry Little Define Hound. into Unheavenly Creatures. Okay, and yeah. Then, so, and then, back- oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Unheavenly Creatures, did he, or did. Claudio Sanchez dropped the guitar he again. He did, yeah. He dropped it for Unheavenly Creatures and Old Flames. And, oh yeah, he yeah. did that same one we yeah, saw in there. Yeah, Like, don't get me wrong. I love maybe, it. I love it. Maybe he doesn't need to, but I just think, like, I, I, I just think he looks better with the guitar on. I, I, think, I think he enjoys it. I think he enjoys a moment to just does, really, like, really, like, be a no guitar front man. Yeah, because, I like, know. But... The other another guitarist comes on. <laughs> like, it's not like they don't need another guitarist yeah. for the song. 
I know, and like I, I will not believe it's not because he couldn't play that song and sing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because he um, does a lot more it, difficult songs. Yeah, if he can play yeah. everything evil and sing at the same time, then you know there's no question that yeah, old flames and unheavenly creatures he could do. But ah, uh, like I don't know. Maybe it's just because uh, like I wouldn't if James Hetfield put the guitar down. And come out and started singing a song without a guitar. Yeah. And just be like, no, it's the, you know, it's, it's not. It's true. When I think about it like that, I think it is different. I don't know. I think the energy that Claudio brings when he's bopping around the stage. Like, one of my favourite things about seeing uh, Coheed, even twice, was just how happy they are to be performing. Like, yeah. the joy that it brings to see a big crowd at their gigs. Like, you can see it on all of their faces. They love it. They love it yeah. so much. And I think that's hard to fake. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Because like when you're not into it, you can tell you're just really not into it. Like it's, it's yeah. sort of a yeah. You're right. It's 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 hard to mm. to get that energy without actually really feeling it. So yeah. yeah. Um, after unheavenly creatures back to back in keeping secrets into a favor house Atlantic. Fuck it! You want to see well, a, a, you want to see yeah, a coheed gig go mental? <laughs> oh my yeah, god! I was gonna say. Well, see, that's the sort of thing where, for the guys who are not there to see the new album, like, and all the guys who are there who know the new album, everyone is going to go mad for those two, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. the two staple songs, or two of the staple songs, yeah. that the Kohi could just throw out there, and they know everyone's going to know it, love yeah. it, go mad. Yeah, perfect. So yeah. good, so good. Um, then they played The Gutter which is one of right, their big yeah. hits from the new album and then True Ugly True Ugly was like the one thrown in for off the new album that I didn't know that they were going to play yeah. which, which is a banger and then like yeah. No World for Tomorrow yeah love that I used to love when they used to open with No World yeah that was my favourite opener I must yeah. admit when we go to see them yeah um, and then when they stopped using it as the opener uh, you kind of want them to go back to using it as the opener but yeah I don't know. I feel like it is the perfect opener, but yeah, I get the, awesome. the new song is prologue. Then dark sentence is amazing, so can't can't complain too much. Mother Superior. Wow, nice. Oh yeah. no, sorry. Before Mother Superior, Gravity's okay. Union. Okay, well that's which I love. I, it's my favorite song off Dissensions. It's my favorite song off of Ascensions and Descensions. Uh, um, I, I don't know. know. We can't have I too long know, of an argument about this. But <laughs> Like as as we all know, you prefer descensions. I prefer ascensions. Mm. Um, ascension, but um, I think Gravity's Union. I really like it because it's the only song off of the two albums that reminds me a bit of the things like the Willing Wells. Yeah. Or yeah, it's a it's a um, long one. Valorium really Campers. Yeah. Or yeah, you know what I mean. The ones that really embrace that sort of proggy. Yeah kind of feel um but as an album yeah i prefer ascension all the way like although there's a lot of songs on descensions that i think are great as well like yeah um yeah so gravity's mother superior just just amazing like that's incredible i think at this point the crowd kind of needs a break as well so play a slower one yeah, but it's like a slower, it's still like a slow big one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a slow, slow one. Like, wake really up. Really good. 
Yeah, Wake Up's like a, a really slow one, but mm. Mother Superior's still got that big feel it's to got it. Power, power behind and, it. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's more of a power ballad. Like mm. yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, then the suffering. Yeah. And then with a bit more bopping. Yeah. Finishing, in quotes, with old flames. Okay. Because they were they a classic. It's the it's the it's the party song. It's the party song off the album. So f- yeah. finishing with that before their encore of the Pavilion, then Welcome Home. The Pavilion and Welcome Home. Okay. See the Pavilion, like everyone loves it. What's I mean? I fucking love it. I don't know why you. I do love it. Of course it. you love it. I, but. I don't dislike it. Like I love it, but I would rather hear All on Fire. Yeah. Or I would rather hear Toys. toys. Yeah. Oh, Toys. Like, see, yeah. like the fact that we just like both said it at the same that. time. Like, it's, you know, the, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the one song that I like would love to see live. It's so good. That's I fine. Mean, ten so years good, in 10 years right. time, they'll do their 10 year anniversary tour and we'll see the whole album, mate. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's you're fine. right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so I, yeah, so for this one, I had four beers and I really got stuck in for for the show. And yeah. yeah, it was it was brilliant. I was yeah right at the front the whole time. Actually no, I was right at the front for the whole time. Apart from, um, as soon as they finished the pavilion and I saw him get the double neck guitar out, I was like, I'm stepping back. <laughs> I've seen Welcome Home yeah. far too many times. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know yeah. what's coming. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was the same the other night when we went to Metallica at Twickenham, um, and it was like the whole show was great. It was really really good. When Enter Sandman started playing, it's kind of like, well, you, you know, you've seen this every time you see Metallica live. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a special one. Like I'm happy. But they've to got to play of, it. <laughs> I'm happy to wander back in the crowd a bit for that to, you know, make mm. a brisker exit or, you know, yeah, like, yeah.